the success of others, and that includes guests and customers, is the success of myself. Um, so if I'm able to lead them with servant leadership and provide them empathy and care, I know they're going to feel different about the service I'm providing them. Welcome to this special session of Security Management Highlights from GSX Atlanta. I'm your host, the security guy, Chuck Harold. Alex Jadrich, TLOMA, is the manager of public safety, security, and emergency management for the Denver Zoological Foundation. He is also the former security operations regional manager for resort operations at the Walt Disney Company. Mr. Alex, welcome to Security Management Highlights, my friend. Thank you. Today's topic is why security organizational administrators need to lead with service from the heart, something I call empathy or sympathy. We'll talk about both those things. You're given a session at GSX. It's Wednesday, August 14th, 8.30 to 9.30 Eastern Time. So make sure you guys check that out. Alex, let's start by defining this. Uh, and I think I'd like to start by distinguishing empathy from sympathy. Two different things, right? Yeah, great question and, and totally accurate. Um, empathy and sympathy really are two different things. And I think it gets lost a lot of times, and, and I'm sure you're aware of this, but but folks really intertwine the two, and it's different, right? And empathy is about leading with the intent of understanding folks' points of views and understanding um, their backgrounds, experiences, concerns, issues, whatever the case may be. Um, but it's not taking on right those emotions of of the other individual. It's about understanding the emotions of of another individual. Um, you know, whether they're dealing with a personal crisis or emergency or regardless of, of what that case may be, you're putting yourself in their shoes and, and understanding why they're going through this and really showing the care and compassion for that. Where sympathy really is about this kind of fake and genuine, you know, I'm sorry you're going through this, I understand, right? It's not about truly caring. It's not about showing the compassion and the kindness that as leaders, we should be doing that. We should be upholding ourselves, um, regardless of what our jobs are, and, and regardless of who we're working with. So that's really how I see the difference, um, and I do think it gets lost a lot. Yeah, I, I think you nailed it. I I would describe sympathy as something I can train people to with words and gestures and body language. I can train people to be pretty effective with that. Not sure I can train them to be empathetic, because as you said, I have to feel personally what that individual is feeling not take on their feelings but i have to i have to identify it as a feeling i might have wearing that position and this is super duper important now how did you i'm going to say bumble onto this <laughs> it's not the greatest word but it's not a traditional form of interaction with clients and bases hospitality industry where you come from perhaps that is but you know in security it's kind of like hey up against the wall and show me your id and you know it's kind of gruff uh, how did you get into this? This is really fascinating. Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, ultimately it does come down to probably my background. And um, I do come from the tourism and hospitality sector and working with Disney and um, years of experience in, in hotel leadership. And, you know, during my time as a hotel and resort leader in various leadership roles, I've kind of morphed my leadership style and it took some time to really understand, you know, the difference between sympathy and empathy and leading into this servant leadership and, and what this topic is about. Um, 
and it's it's truly about caring about the folks who are in front of you and it's about understanding the unique differences um and the unique con contributions of others and again it's regardless if it's a guest you're dealing with and you're trying to de-escalate a situation or if it's a coworker that you have a difficult working relationship with it's about recognizing the differences that we all bring to the table and it's all about that symbiotic relationship right and, and that's really what i go to and where I learned this from is working with so many amazing, unique individuals um, across organizations and working in the hotel and tourism industry. It really helped me understand that the success of others, and that includes guests and customers, is the success of myself. Um, so if I'm able to lead them with servant leadership and provide them empathy and care, I know they're going to feel different about the service I'm providing them. I know they're going to feel differently about the organization I work for. I know they're going to feel different about the situation I may be involved with, with them. Um, so that's really where it came from, was working from Disney, really working on my leadership style and recognizing that it's not about me, that it, when it comes to my success, it's about others. And again, that's customers, guests, clients, vendors, contractors, coworkers, leaders, um, it's about all of those things and, and working in the hospitality industry really helped me develop those skills. So when I was a policeman back in the 80s and 90s, we had a thing called verbal judo. And verbal judo was a way to, uh, I don't know, kind of transmit a very mild form of sympathy to the person you're talking to yeah. and give them options to answer you. Anything I can say or do to persuade you to my side of this, anything I can say or do before I have to arrest you or take further action. And you gave the, the suspect or person you're talking to a lot of options to respond. It was fairly effective, right? Because you didn't have to escalate right away to physical force. In security, we don't use physical force very often. But, you know, okay. nowadays, Alex, I wouldn't say that anymore. It's, uh, it's too volatile. You don't know what's going to happen, right? Yep. Walk us through how you might start a contact with somebody. Uh, and this is part of your lecture, I'm sure. But just kind of walk me through... Uh, you know, we'll go back to hospitality. I've seen many a desks at the at the resort where somebody was not happy that the room wasn't right, and that, that's a that's a bad situation. Yeah. How do we start that conversation using your style? Yep, it comes down to a few things. You know, the the number one step I would say when you're approaching something like that, and you're totally right about the world we're living in right now. And and while I'd like to say, as security leaders, we we shouldn't have to use any force and hopefully it continues that route, um, it is getting scarier for sure these days. But to the question, it's all about starting off by being welcoming, right? I think we oftentimes as security leaders, because we're dealing with these unique scenarios, right? Whether they're heightened hazardous situations, um, dangerous criminally involved, any of those things can kind of create this escalated mentality. And a lot of times when we're dealing with that, we forget that we need to still be welcoming. If we're welcoming to individuals, even if they are a criminally involved scenario, if we're putting ourselves in front of the individual and welcoming them to talk with us, to speak with us, to understand our approach, and hopefully it's welcoming with composure and that you're able to deal with that ambiguity, you're able to switch the trigger in people's minds very frequently. 
I've found that that approach, regardless of the incident you're dealing with, and sometimes you do need to flex a little bit, right? I'm not going to say that this is 100% foul proof, and sometimes you do need to approach a little less welcoming, a little more firm. But by being welcoming from the get-go, you're going to create a relationship right off the start. And it doesn't matter what situation you're dealing with. I've found that that has worked for me time and time again. And I can tell you that for the years I've been dealing with security and incident management, I have never had to get physical once with any sort of person. Um, there's definitely been in, you know incidents where the thought has been there. It's been a concern of mine, but I've never had to get physical because I always approach by being welcoming, introducing myself. And then the second part of that is recognizing that you need to individualize solutions for folks. Not every situation is black and white. And regardless if they're a criminal situation, quote unquote, or a heightened or escalated scenario, each situation is always going to be unique. And we can't always put our policies, practices, and processes on the forefront and, and simply be black and white all the time with a firm approach. If we can live in that gray area where we're able to individualize solutions and provide options for folks, whether that's a guest customer or an employee who's upset, um, folks typically respond to that better. So that's the approach I've always had. And again, it's worked for me for the years I've been in the industry and I've never had to de-escalate without just using verbal and physical gestures and communication. Yeah, and think about how good that looks on paper if you have to go to court. And this is a technique we used many, many years ago, police work. Uh, I came, I approached the, the suspect. I said, good morning, sir. I asked him his name. I said, sir, can you tell me this? You know, and I've actually had guys in, <laughs> in court testified repeating what I said to them, getting mad that we contact them. And then the, the DA says, well, didn't he call you sir? Yes. Was he respectful? Yes. Was he physical with you? No. I just didn't like that he arrested me. Right. So you look good yep. on paper when you're when you're doing that. It is so important for the lawyers to know that you're consistently kind and approachable. And listen, you're also trained to take care of business. We all know that. Right. But that's the last resort. That's on the escalation of force scale. Tell me a little bit about your lecture. How, how are you going to roll this out to people? This is this is not something easy for a lot of people to grab. It really isn't. In our industry, anyway. Yeah, you're you're totally right. It's not. And and that's what's inspired me to um, have this presentation because I've recognized that my experiences are unique in itself, right? I've come from the tourism and hospitality industry and worked through different leadership roles that has brought me to security. But a lot of times security administrators come from first responder backgrounds, militant backgrounds, uh, law enforcement backgrounds. So the training experiences are often different. So my approach, I believe, is unique, and I think it's applicable across the board. So what I'm going to start off by doing in my presentation is, is showing some video representations of what it looks like during a customer scenario where a guest or a customer is upset. And on the side of the company or the employee, that they are failing to understand, they're failing to listen, they're failing to provide solutions 
for that customer and how just by simply ignoring all of those things, it escalates the tension between the customer, the guest, the vendor, and the employee. Um, so I'm going to show a couple of different video representations of kind of that that customer employee um, experience and really how that can escalate situations simply by ignoring and not listening. And the second part that I am going to speak about is some of the core principles that I've learned as a security leader that I believe can really help folks understand what servant leadership is all about and how you can approach servant leadership. And I identify four core principles in my presentation of what servant leadership is for security leaders, because I think it is different, right? So there is servant leadership throughout any company, but then there's servant leadership for security leaders. And their roles are so unique because we're dealing with tough scenarios. Um, so I recognize those in my presentation uh, as four core principles that I believe can help leaders develop themselves um, to help understand, again, those differences between empathy and sympathy, the unique relationship of the success of customers, guests, clients, employees, and coworkers, and how it's symbiotic in the success between them and us as security administrators. So I do dive into all of those things in my presentation. Mr. Alex, I think you nailed it. Be sure you check them out Wednesday, August 14th, 8.30, 9.30 a.m. at GSX Atlanta. And if you got time, my friend, stop by the booth and, uh, and say hi. I'm doing some live shows there, too. Thank you so much, Chuck.